It is my great joy to introduce to you the three musketeers hailing from the land of remote work. We have Marissa, career coach and queen of all. We have Jeff, our sassy SEO shaman. And we have Diego, who has spent his 20s building a community of remote working lunatics. Sure, these folks are going to be the people that will get you beach commute ready. And they'll do it in the most exciting way possible. So, happy listening. Hello and welcome to the Digital Nomad Experts podcast. Today we've got a super special guest because she's one of my very best friends, best travel friends who I met several years ago. So if you're listening, welcome Danielle Lee to the podcast today. Danielle, what's up? Hello, Marissa. (laughs) So excited. So excited. So before we start, you should know, (laughs) my voice is cracking. That's what you should know. We should know that Danielle and I voice note pretty much every single day for like unheard of number of minutes. We chat all day, every day. So today, podcast. we just have personal <laughs> podcasts together every every single day about our lives <laughs> because we are not always together as digital nomads. Often we are and we love that, but sometimes we're oceans apart like we are today. So you basically just to get to listen to a wonderful podcast between friends, but today is all about Danielle's life and her journey to digital nomad. So for anyone listening, Danielle, can you just share a little bit about who you are, where you're from, and what you were doing before you became a digital nomad? Of course. Yeah. (laughs) So I am from Manchester in the UK, very famous for sort of rain and being a little bit gray. (laughs) (laughs) Which we do not like. (laughs) We do not like. And yeah, when I became a digital nomad I was working as an accountant for Xerox yep. I think that's how you Americans say how it, do you say Xerox. It? yeah we were like more Xerox so they no one ever knows what I'm talking oh, about I say Xerox. 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 <laughs> Xerox. So, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so yeah I was working for them and just had this dream that <laughs> there must be some way to like fit traveling into my life <laughs> Yes. I kind of think I manifested it because I dreamed of this life for <laughs> such a long time before. Did you know? Okay, so when you say you were dreaming of it, did you, one, know that like a digital nomad existed as lifestyle or did you just like to travel and you were just figuring out like, how can how can I travel more? Yeah, I didn't know it existed. I'd never heard the term digital nomad. And this was only sort of three years ago. So I feel like I was very late to the party. <laughs> still a pretty new term then though. yeah like I feel like and there was such a connotation to it but yeah I was a little bit before you and I just didn't know the term until I started doing it really <laughs> but yeah I basically just yeah I had this dream I'd always backpacked like when I was younger and done the hostel yeah. thing and spent a year living in Australia and just that you know innate need to travel just stayed with me all throughout my 20s but I've you know been getting extra qualifications and becoming an accountant and then it was it was a weird thing for me and I kind of remember thinking that I'd like invented this amazing thing of like <laughs> working remotely because I was actually volunteering for a children's charity in Peru and Xerox had given me three weeks off to go and do this volunteering but as part of that I needed to do a little bit of my job while I was there so I logged on <laughs> and like worked from Peru and this like light bulb went off in my head and I was like oh my god I'm working from Peru <laughs> I, I from anywhere and then unfortunately for my boss I left that trip and was like 
maybe I could do this more often. And he was like, no, this was a one-off. Like you said you were going (laughs) volunteering. That's the only reason we approved it because you were volunteering. So I remember the next year I was like, can I go to Bali for a month, but only use two weeks annual leave. And then I'll just work for a couple of days a week and then be off for a couple of days a week. And he was like, no, absolutely not. (laughs) No, you may not. I was like, why not? And he was like, no, unless you're going volunteering again, like it's not going to be signed off. So I was like, well, yes, I'm going volunteering again. And that's how I like. <laughs> I will be volunteering in Bali. <laughs> so you did the two week volunteer in Bali, right? Or was it two weeks? And that's where I was really like, right, this needs to be a permanent part of my life. You know, I met a lot of other sort of people working remotely in Bali, realized that I'd not come up with the idea myself. I, I still think maybe you created it. <laughs> Those other people, they must have heard you were doing it in Peru and everyone just moved to Bali that year that to do it. Probably it, Marissa, you're right. <laughs> But Bali, I remember that was sort of one of the first digital nomad places I landed full time. And I remember just feeling like so understood because everybody, not on the whole island, obviously, but in certain areas in Bali, everybody was a digital nomad. And I felt so normal because nobody was like, what are you doing? How are you doing? What is this? It was just like, oh, yeah, you're also here doing this. And I was I felt so understood there. But so so for you, was that sort of inspiration to see so many other people doing what you thought you had created? (laughs) Yeah. Definitely. It really was. And it it still took me like another eight or nine months of negotiating with my boss who basically was just like, you can't do this. Like, you know, no one else in the company is doing this. You know, this is, this is not going to work. So in the end, I had to do the old ultimatum of like, well, if you're not going to let me work remotely, because at this point I was already working from home full time. Okay. And I said, why can't I just go and work from, from anywhere? So yeah, I did the old ultimatum and then thankfully for me, they, they changed the policy. <laughs> let me, <laughs> let me work. But this was all, this was all pre-pandemic. Yes. How come you, were you, so originally you were in an office at some point. How did you start working remotely from home to begin with? They just shut our office down because it was only yeah, sort okay. of, the company was just getting smaller and smaller and there was only like 10 of us using the office in, in Manchester. So they shut that office down and yeah, it was full time working from home. This was okay. sort of like mid 2019 yeah and then yeah finally got the approval to go fully remote and even then I still wasn't really aware that there was this whole community of people doing this and I was like I'm gonna go and find a hostel somewhere and just try and work from there and then try and try and meet people on and then I was like is it gonna work working from a hostel do I need maybe need an Airbnb and like all the sort of you know all these thoughts going through my head yeah I'm like how am I gonna make this work and then yeah that's when I actually was googling sort of remote work and found all the companies like you know remote year and, and then wi-fi tribe was the one that called to me that i just and thought can you share why wi-fi tribe called to you specifically yeah, of all that because there's lots of digital nomad communities and we met through wi-fi tribe or we met unofficially through wi-fi tribe which we'll talk about but yeah why did that one specifically call to you yeah so again it was a complete surprise like on on my google search that these companies even existed remote year was sort of at that stage it was still sort of signing up for a year and that just didn't really fit because I wanted to be able to like a full yeah like 12 12 month commitment to start yeah and I wanted to be able to pop home every now and again and yeah people so wi-fi tribe was the flexibility I think was the first thing that caught my eye so it was like oh I can just literally do one month with this company and you know dip in and out 
And then I think the other thing was like the focus on community for me and the values mm-hmm. that they, they talked about on the website was just resonated with me. Yeah. <laughs> Diego would be so proud if he heard you talking about values. <laughs> it's like he prides himself on values of Wi Fi Drive and his company and his life. <laughs> he really <laughs> <you> does. Diego. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love him so much. But yeah, it was a combination of those factors. And I, I remember, like, because with the Wi Fi Drive, obviously, you have to apply and you have an interview mm-hmm. and I just remember being so nervous because <laughs> I was like please please like let me get in yeah <laughs> and yeah luckily I was accepted and then I pretty much went straight on to chapter in Cape Town like after my interview well I actually did a week in Zanzibar that was my very first remote work experience on my own Zanzibar. in Zanzibar with oh, the epic. worst wi-fi you have ever oh like come across and my boss was just like Danielle this is not gonna work <laughs> you're like the opposite of what we tell everyone to do we're like go to a place where you know there's good wi-fi to start we're like everyone's doing it Danielle's like let me go to an island in Africa and just, just which is where she out. and I just like always want to be but so you failed your first week <laughs> I remember having to send these like awful reports that I had to do once a month who's like KPIs and the massive files and they have to be in at midnight like UK time on this certain day and if we don't send them we like can lose the contracts like this 300 million pound contract and I was like I can't send these files and I was like running around this like island trying to get enough wi-fi to send them so that was my oh first my did you submit it in time I submitted it at 11 59 I was like oh my gosh <laughs> all right anyone if you're listening take it from danielle do and that. do not go to Zan- well zanzibar is probably better to start we actually have a lot of friends who've been there recently the wi-fi has progressed everywhere in the world since then but just go somewhere to start where you know you've got solid Definitely. wi-fi we've talked about it a lot on the podcast <laughs> but then go to all the beaches in africa <laughs> yes, the beaches were insane yeah so i did a week in zanzibar and then cape town was my first sort of proper like wi-fi and that was like a four-week chapter with wi-fi tribe where you were with i remember a lot of that people from that chapter how there was 20 something people on that one correct yeah Yeah. people just incredible humans that just you know like you were saying before like where you just felt like you belonged like everyone just had the same mindset and the same perspective and it wasn't a weird thing that that we were doing and you know yeah working during the day and go much in the sunset and we did the most incredible weekend trips like what were some of your weekend trips one the one that sticks out in my mind is victoria falls Mm. Um, sitting in the devil's pool at the top of victoria falls like this guy holds onto your legs and like lets you like sort of lean right over victoria falls and then there was this like rainbow like over my head and i remember just like thinking how have i like got myself to africa and now i'm sat in a rainbow like had this like real emotional moment where i was like i just can't believe this is my life like it felt like a dream that i never wanted to wake up from and you haven't Uh, no (laughs) thank god no one has pinched me yet and woke me up i'm still living the dream i love those moments so so basically just to sort of recap up to this moment you were working in an office in a corporate job for Xerox as an accountant, you then, they closed your smaller office, but you're still at this bigger company where you're working from home. You do some volunteer trips, have a brilliant idea for the first person who's ever thought of this <laughs> in the world, that you can work remotely while you're still at this company, but you can be in different countries. Your boss then tells you, like, definitely you cannot keep doing this. And then sort of you keep negotiating your way. So then you've gone to Zanzibar, you've gone to South Africa, 
and what what happens from there so yeah apart from just the absolute joy of just like finding out about this lifestyle and then <laughs> I think it it exceeded my expectations like my expectations were already pretty high from like all the research I'd done and then yeah, right. it exceeded every expectation I had. I ended up staying in Cape Town a little bit longer because that was the other thing. I'd been a backpacker, so mm. a month felt so long in one place. And I was like, oh, I don't know how this is going to feel like staying yeah, somewhere for a month. And I stayed for two months. So I was like, I never want to. And then, yeah, so this was sort of October, November 2019, just before the world turned upside <laughs> down. And I just continued yes. doing chapters right up until COVID. So I kind of did three back to back like quite intense sort of what were the other locations for those so Puerto Escondido mm-hmm. um, Mexico New Mexico <laughs> and then so about five or six weeks there again some some slight wi-fi challenges <laughs> that's a hard location for I've wi-fi. heard it's got a lot better recently so that's yeah because it's an amazing location otherwise and especially if you love beaches and sunsets like that is Yes, if you're listening, you guys know Jeff and Diego often like they like different locations than I do. Danielle and I are travel soulmates because (laughs) she loves the small little tropical beach towns just like I do. So that's why we love well for many reasons we love traveling (laughs) together. But yes, we are a sucker for the small beach towns. We are obsessed. And then (laughs) my my third place was I went from Mexico to Floripa. Oh, um, Brazil. I'm not going to try and attempt the long, the real name because we'll need Diego <laughs> to say it properly. It's like Florianopolis. So yeah, both those locations were just incredible. Yeah, very beachy. Yeah, but awesome. really amazing. The Wi-Fi was a lot better in in Floripa, and then yeah, unfortunately, that was sort of the end of my little travel section for a little while because COVID sort of hit. I think for it was COVID like game. March, wasn't it? April 2020. Yeah. So I headed and- home for a little while. Oh, likewise, which is where where our journeys began to collide, mm-hmm. which I'll come back to in a second. But do you mind sharing, Danielle? And you can share as much or as little detail as you want. But I know for you, life was like, you were in a hard place, right, before you started traveling. And I remember even when I first interviewed you just a while back for something small for this, just hearing you talk about just kind of like being in this really down place to how travel changed your life, not just logistically, but emotionally. So will you share just a, just a little bit, as much as you want to share or as little again, but just sort of that transition for your emotional, mental health? Yeah, of course. Like, I feel like, the transformation in me sort of personally emotionally just everything over the last few years like I was living in Manchester doing a job I didn't particularly love and I just kind of had this sense I was just sort of plodding along through life and I just kept getting this overwhelming feeling that there's got to be more to life than this like I you know that one of the main things I just absolutely adore doing was travel and I was just you know how can I incorporate this into my life and the the change in, well, obviously the fact that I now get to travel and see the world, but continue to work and then just be surrounded by these inspirational, incredible people doing wonderful things. And the fact that I've found this community of people where I actually feel like I belong rather than being the weird girl who just, <laughs> you know, doesn't want to settle down or like how, that's how I feel in Manchester. So yeah, yeah. The, the difference is just sort of unrecognizable. And all my friends say that, you know, it's just, you're like a different person because Mm-hmm. I am. I do genuinely feel like I am living out this this dream, and yeah, I'm just so so grateful that you know everything 
fell into place and you know I managed to make this dream a reality and and almost just felt easy like the way it all happened obviously the the bit with work was was a little bit of a challenge but (laughs) (laughs) I had plans if that didn't work out so so yeah it just it does feel like this incredible dream that that I'd always dreamed of just became a reality and became true and it all just fell into place and yeah I feel like a different person now yeah I feel like well you say it fell into place but you made a lot of it happen and we talk about Danielle and I are super into like manifesting and all the things (laughs) and I feel like before you even knew what that was you were manifesting this lifestyle and like taking the action to negotiate to do these different like two-week trials to to try all these things and make it work and so then COVID hit you and I met during I guess it was 2020 we probably talked a little before but talk about or I guess 2021 is when we met in person but talk about so you've been at Xerox that sort of came to an end around like when we met can you talk a little bit about what that journey is and we'll talk about how we met sure yeah so I kind of feel like again this is a little helping hand from the universe I wasn't loving my job but it was incredible the fact that they you know let me work remotely and I was traveling so I don't know if I would have like specifically left there anytime soon because I had this good thing going but yeah unfortunately I lost that job so they moved our entire team from the UK out to Romania because it was cheap so yeah I trained up my replacement and then eventually (laughs) I think it was around October 2020 that I finished Mm -hmm. working for Xerox and yeah then it was a bit of a journey to so so I got like a severance pay I don't know if that's what you guys call it but I was incredibly lucky to get that and it gave me this time and this breathing space and I think being in the environment of you know digital nomads and some people working on these incredible projects that they felt so passionate about and then you know how I felt working as an accountant staring at spreadsheets all day not not my personal dream job and it really (laughs) like gave me this time to sort of really think about what it was that I wanted and yeah I think that's how I ended up chatting to you Marissa because I had some amazing career coaching I forgot that was how we first met so Danielle was a client of mine before we met in person before we became friends she came to me one of my specialties is like you don't know you know what you're doing isn't right you don't really know what you want to do like come to me this is this is what I solve so Danielle came there but before that we had so one of the beautiful things about digital nomad life and just Wi-Fi tribe, I think specifically, is you sort of were this little small network of people, especially within the tribe. You know, it's like a thousand plus people. But within it, like we had so many mutual friends of like Danielle had been on chapters with people I knew and I had been on chapters with people she knew, even though we hadn't been on the same chapter. And we used to say, like, if we could have a dime for every person who told us, like, you two need to know each other, we we would be rich. We wouldn't even need to be working now. <laughs> We'd already have all of our money because we have so many similarities. But I think Murray was our friend Murray, who was interviewed him way, way back, maybe episode seven or so, knew us both really well. And I think we did. It was during COVID when everybody was, like, Zooming and FaceTiming and whatever. And I think the three of us, like, chatted one day and then you became my client. And then I invited you to co- – I was going to Costa Rica at the beginning beginning of 2021 for a month or two with a bunch of other Wi-Fi tribe friends and friends from home actually who who just during that time were able to work remotely 
And I forget, I just messaged you one day because I knew we, we loved the same travel. I was like, do you want to come to Costa Rica? Like we had never met. It was actually the coolest story. So you, yeah, you share your side because I love your side of it. This is so cool. So <laughs> basically it was around like New Year. You sent a message out saying, I'm going to create a vision board. And I just oh, wondered yeah. if anyone wanted to join. And I was like, oh, I've never made a vision board. I feel like this is a great way to like make sure that I do it. I about this. And I was thinking what would I put on my vision board? And I was like, I really, really want to go to Costa Rica this year. So I was like, one of the first things I'm going to put on there is Costa Rica. I also <laughs> want to do Guatemala. And then we literally like have the the call about the vision board. And as we're messaging yeah. about that, you're like, I've been meaning to message you for weeks. Do you want to come to Costa Rica? And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, this vision board is so powerful. It's literally just got me to Costa Rica. <laughs> I love this. This reminded me we need to do this again in the new year. Maybe for all beach community people, I'll host like a vision board yeah, workshop. They're powerful. So as you powerful. hear from Danielle. <laughs> so I, I basically left the UK in like the deepest, darkest, like wintry lockdown, like just horrific time. Yeah. I don't know if you remember, we were only allowed to leave the UK if it was for work. So you sort of wrote me a pretend like work letter. <laughs> Yeah. And that's how I escaped the UK and came to Costa Rica and then you couldn't get rid of me. I was like, I'm never leaving. <laughs> we never wanted to leave. That was probably maybe the best two months of my life, I would say. Talk a little bit about, yeah, just like what was Costa Rica like as our nomad life? Oh my God, it was just incredible because by this point I wasn't working. Yeah. Still getting paid from Xerox. It was like this insane situation. And it was just the most incredible couple of months. Like we were in Las Catalinas, like probably not like a sort of hot nomad destination. No, it was just at all, us. But just an incredible little town. We had so many people though, so it was fun. Yeah, it was amazing. And I think, do you know these exercises where you sort of think about what your perfect day would be? Mm -hmm. you know, like if you're going to visualize like, what would I do if I could literally do anything? And I was basically doing that every day. I was like getting up, going for a hike, like going snorkeling, maybe going paddleboarding, <laughs> <laughs> watching the sunset with all my friends on the beach. So yeah, for me, that was just an incredible time where I was getting to really do some soul searching and think about my next move in terms of a career. Yeah, that's such a nice time where you're able, sometimes when people get that severance package and you have those months where you're still getting paid by your company, but you're not working, it is such a good time to say like, all right, let me actually take a break, slow down. What do I want to do? You did a lot of that. So fast forward. So we were in Costa Rica for two months. We traveled to Guatemala together. We have since like separated, come back together, done tons of traveling. But you had quite a journey to figure out then like what was your next kind of way to make money as a nomad. So can you sort of share, mm -hmm. I guess that was almost a year and a half ago, which is crazy, but what are you doing now? Yeah. So it was a bit of a journey and I know that the, the sort of overwhelm, because I, I, I studied for like three, four years to be an accountant. So it was hard mm -hmm. to sort of almost leave that behind mm, thank you um, for sharing that that's such a, a big thing for so many people where it's like I've worked for this many years or I've paid this much for this school or exactly. education or training and how can I give up the salary and this time and this investment but you were not happy doing that so thank you yeah it's a big thing to overcome 
Yeah, and it really was. And and I'd sort of tried, like I tried to make accountancy more exciting. So I'd done this like TV and <laughs> film like course. So to become an accountant for TV and film. And I was like, this, maybe this will like, you know, if I'm working yeah. with Johnny Depp and Bradley Cooper, like maybe this will make accountancy more exciting. <laughs> but even that didn't work. <laughs> even Bradley Cooper couldn't make accountancy exciting. It is. So yeah, so I dove into like what, you know, and with your help and you know you were an incredible support during that time but I kind of thought about you know I really like helping people and kind of thought that everyone liked to do that and it became (laughs) like you know a realization that no actually (laughs) that isn't like a normal thing like I'm constantly thinking of you know ways that I can make people feel better because I've struggled myself in the past with sort of confidence and self-esteem and you know came from quite a a place where I would feel anxious a lot of the time and you know then turn managed to sort of turn my life around from sort of feeling quite upset and down like a, a lot of, of the time like I, I remember at one point just sort of crying nearly every day just just feeling so lost and helpless so I thought I wonder if I can help people you know come along this journey so I started looking into obviously I wanted something remote and um, I could do mm-hmm. Uh, while I still traveled so I was looking into life coaching I did like a life coach certification I then found an incredible course where I learned how to hypnotize people so using hypnotherapy as a source of therapy and using that as a method to dig down into the subconscious and find the root cause of problems so I think I had a couple of months where I pretty much hypnotized like everyone in the wi-fi tribe it was fun (laughs) I was practicing so yeah that was sort of I did that quite a lot and then I've sort of branched out now and I'm doing a few little things mm-hmm. so I'm actually working for the Wi-Fi tribe and um, mm-hmm. doing the interviews for Which people is such like a full circle moment where you were like so afraid to like be like to interview and to get accepted and now you're the one literally <laughs> hosting the interview call so if you apply for Wi-Fi tribe let us know you heard this podcast. Danielle might be the one interviewing you when you yes. become a digital nomad and join us. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be kind, I promise. She is the nicest. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I really enjoy doing that. And it's such an amazing life skill to have because mm-hmm. it's certain, you know, traits and values, again, the values. That the values, Diego. Um, and a, a good cultural fit. So so that's incredible, really interesting. Getting to just talk to nomads and getting to talk about traveling. I'm like, again, it's like a pinch me moment. of like, is this real? Yeah, how am I getting paid to do yeah. this? And then I've also been recording some meditations, some mm-hmm. personalized ones. So yeah, if anyone would like a, a personalized Danielle Lee meditation, we could get into it. They are epic. <laughs> she has brought some. They're like almost like manifested. Like sh- we'll talk about it. At the end, I'll let you share if you want any way to, to contact you because Danielle puts together, you can hear her beautiful accent and voice. <laughs> it's just like the most calming thing in the world. She's put together personal like hypnotherapy recordings for me and these sort of meditations that she'll do hypnosis kind of sessions learn a lot about you and put together these personalized basically recordings to help you get get what you want in life it's like the, the quickest or kind of overcome anything you want i would say that's like a category too but they're magic so we'll share <laughs> that at the end so yeah you're doing some of that what else thank you and then yeah i'm also working for so there's a lady in the uk who specializes in narcissistic abuse for women she's a therapist but she's got 
150,000 followers so she's not got time to manage her social media so I'm managing that for her but again it's fully remote I can do it from anywhere I can choose my hours so yeah just sort of in and out I've also got a holiday rental property in Wales near a beach so that kind of feels like a job like there's a lot of guests coming in and out and, and managing everything that goes with that so yeah sometimes like last week I was cleaning because my cleaner wasn't available <laughs> and then I was doing coaching calls and I was him making meditations and I was interviewing people for the wi-fi drive so I'm very like it keeps me very like on my toes of like what I'm going to be doing I today but that. I love it I love that too and I think if you're listening it's so helpful to hear this because a lot of times we talk about you know you can be a remote accountant or a software developer or you know one specific thing you've heard a lot of our guests who do that but what I love with Danielle is as she was figuring out like what is next there's just a couple of little things that you chose because you were adamant like you didn't want to go back to this super corporate thing the big time like company and you wanted to help people and you had learned all these new skills about self-development and coaching and hypnotherapy and you've really and travel and like you've mixed everything together to have a couple of these things that are supporting you now which is so fun so fun and lots to come and before actually we'll just do this before the end if someone is interested in your hypnotherapy or meditations how can they reach out to you or find you yeah so probably just message me on on instagram is like the easiest yes. thing my profile is she's looking it up you can't see her. <laughs> you never know how many e's i've got the spelling it's like the best. d Lee dot travels, but I had to put four E's in my surname to get the the name. So it's D L four E's dot travels. <laughs> I love it. We'll link to it in the show notes as well. And other than that, so you've still been traveling around. We were in Mauritius. So you probably heard Diego and I talk about Mauritius earlier this year. So Danielle and I were in Playa del Carmen in Mexico. She met me for my birthday. Then we went to Mauritius. We went to Namibia from there. And you've been traveling like all over Scotland and other places. And yeah, what's, I say what's next because actually I know your plans. Danielle doesn't know, but where, where would you love to meet? we go next because there's so many places we've been talking about there's so many places that's like one of the one of the problems like if you couldn't even call it a problem a first world problem of like where shall I go next like it is getting colder and darker here in the UK so I will be exiting very very soon <laughs> you're like exiting a plane this way <laughs> it's too dark and cold here now yeah I'm a bit of a last minute planner and I just sort of like where if I feel called somewhere yes. um, I tend to just yeah make a bit of a last minute decision yeah I will say I've also I was telling you I'm sort of called this ayahuasca retreat in the jungles of Colombia so that could be a next move for me and one of my favorite places that I've been to is Sri Lanka and I'm kind of really desperate to go back there I know they've been having mm-hmm. some problems recently but I would absolutely love to, to get back there and but yeah I love you you know you probably wouldn't think that someone from the UK would go and spend a month in Edinburgh <laughs> with the Wi-Fi drive but it was so amazing maybe I'll head back there next year and what island as well I did recently. That was really incredible. So yeah, I'll, I will see where I'm called to, but it will be somewhere warm and sunny for sure. Yes. And I love that too. <laughs> A lot of the questions we get from people are like, how do you choose your next destination? And 
we have some people who are much more of the planner type yes. where they could tell you, you know, next month I'll be here and the following month I'll be there. And then for the two months after that, I'll be there with these people. And Danielle and I are like, I think we're in Mauritius booking a flight maybe two days before we left because we're like, do we want to go to Mozambique? Maybe we'll go. I forget what else is even in consideration. We had a few There's... options, did it? We were like, where should we go? Oh, maybe reunion we were looking at. Yeah. Um, some places were like closed for COVID, but yeah. we, we literally booked a flight several days because we're like, all right, like I think we'll go to Namibia like the flights make sense there's some cool things we like convinced our friend Rachel and Ryan to come with us like we just super, we're super last minute travelers so you can be either way I like to do that we like to like not book return flights leave when we want stay how long it feels good Definitely. so that's our our personal style and Danielle if you had any words of wisdom for if there's somebody who is listening to this podcast who maybe has traveled some like you did earlier in their life and never as a nomad or is just like just hearing about this lifestyle or thinking about it for a while, but just hasn't taken the leap or maybe hasn't quit their job to try something new or just hasn't asked permission, whatever that might look like for them. What would your advice be to that person? If they like, what do they need to hear in this moment? (laughs) (laughs) Words of wisdom from Danielle Lee. Oh my goodness. You just have to do it. Like you, you know, I can't even, I struggle to even find the words that like, you know, convey what an incredible like last three years I've had and the experiences that I've had that some people that I know for some people would be like once in a lifetime. Like, do you remember we were just on that, we hired this private island in Mauritius for the weekend. Yes. And, like there was this like rainbow over the island and we just had the most incredible time. And I think Danielle just... and I actually started crying yeah. because the rainbow was the biggest thing <laughs> we'd ever seen. There was like three of us on this island before everyone else had gotten there. We're like, what is, like, how is this our life? Like really and truly. It but it's like, like every regular. weekend regular Saturday um and you know experiences like that just happen all the time and you know whatever happens in the future I will look back at this time and I know that I will treasure these moments for the rest of my life and you know if there's any doubt in your mind of whether this is for you just give it a try and yeah maybe it's not for everyone but please please give it a try take the risk like take that leap and I often feel like when you've got the the guts I know there's loads of quotes about this but if you've got the guts (laughs) if you've got the courage to you know throw yourself out there like life will help you along the way like fortune favors the brave yeah if you're if you're willing to to throw yourself out there like the universe will help you like create that path forward like we are sucker for a good cliche (laughs) quote the both of us If you come talk to the two of us, we'll just give you like all the quotes. Really? I feel like you just throw out three. We can do so much more. But one thing if you're listening to, I think I'm so grateful to have Danielle in my life for many reasons. But a lot of people ask, you know, or a fear is, you know, I, I don't know anyone doing this. It's going to be really lonely. And, you know, Wi-Fi Tribe has been a great source of just like immediate groups for us. Yeah. But I know Danielle left me a voice note the other day. There was something we were talking about where there's so many just like friends or people in our life who we have differed so much now in the things, not only just travel, but in the like mindset, self-development, just sort of, yeah, that personal development and shifts that we've made in our life and I'm going to totally butcher this quote but Danielle said something in a voice note she was like you know there's so many people in my life who I feel like 
they're not even in the same book as me anymore. She's like, they're not even in the same library. But she was like, not only that, you're like the same book, the same page, <laughs> the same paragraph, the same sentence. Like she and I are just on the, on the same, wave, same wavelength in so many ways. And it's not by accident. Like we both started traveling. We both took this leap. We listened when people said that we should be connected. We, like I invited her to Costa Rica. We didn't know each other. She was like, I'm going to come live with you for a month and we've never met, you know? And so it's those kind of risks that you take in life where you end up meeting the people you need to meet and doing the jobs you need to do. But I'm curious if you have just like any other words of wisdom, because you also are so great at meeting like amazing friends and people all over the world and making those lifetime just amazingly deep friendships. So if someone's listening and thinking like, it's going to be lonely. How am I going to meet someone? What is your advice or kind of just words of wisdom on that? Yeah, definitely. And and I know when I traveled when I was younger, I, I almost felt like I was kind of like living this amazing life of traveling, but I was sacrificing because I wasn't with my friends. Like I've got, you know, right. great friends here in the UK. And when I, when I started doing this digital nomad lifestyle, and I know I've met so many people that just feel like, I'm having as good a time as I would with my friends mm. that I've known for 20 years at home. Yeah. And that for me was massive oh, because I was like, I'm no longer making the sacrifice of living my amazing life, but missing all my family and friends at home. It's like I managed to combine spending time with incredible people that, you know, make you want to do better and be better and yeah. inspire you. And it really, I know I've met friends that I will have for the rest of my life yeah. and on every single chapter. And, you know, sometimes, yeah, I might not speak for, for a while and you might not see them for a year or two years, but you know, you could just ring them and be like, oh my God, like we're in the yeah. same place. Let's meet up. And it is this incredible community of just really wonderful people. And I'm so grateful that I've now got, you know, all my friends at home and then all these incredible friends who are you know dotted all over the world that that really yeah. are true genuine friends it's not just acquaintances that I was yeah. familiar with making in my early days of sort of backpacking when I was right younger. just kind of here and gone and you also do a really great job so for some people they might be gone for you know like all 12 months of the year as a nomad or whatever but I love for you your family and friends are really important to you as well. And so I know when, when it's warmer and sunny in the UK, you know, you will spend a couple months at home or go back and spend time with your family. So I love as a nomad, it's like you really just have the choice to to do both. You can still have your friends from home, your family, and make friends and travel. And yeah, you don't have to choose between them. Yeah, and that was one of my most favorite things. It's so weird. I remember finding a little notepad recently where I'd like wrote down this goal and it was like, find a way to travel, but be able to go home and like Aww. visit friends. And it was like, oh my God, I made this come true. It. But yeah. it is nice to have that because you're working, because you're still earning an income, you can pop home and yeah. and see people. And it doesn't have to be this like, right, that's it. I'm leaving for two years. And right. you know, if you want to keep those connections with like, you know, family and friends, it I do feel like this lifestyle gives you the the ability to do that. Yeah, that's super important to both of us. I feel like we, that's why we're in the same sentence, Danielle. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. Well, any other last words of wisdom before we wrap up? The last words of wisdom, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, like you're saying, if there is anyone just sort of, you know, maybe should I do this, should I not, just, I can't say enough, just go for it, give it yeah. a try. And yeah, if you want something badly enough, like you will make it happen for sure. Yeah. 
That's a great one. Well, thank you for joining us, Danielle. And again, if you want to reach out to Danielle for some personal hypnotherapy, for some personal manifestations to help you, I say manifestations, personal meditations to help your manifestations. Like that. Ooh, that's cool. <laughs> and then message Danielle on Instagram. I know, right? Like. <laughs> that's like a, that's a mouthful. I think that should be your new little tagline on Instagram. But yeah, it's D- DL with four E's, DV <laughs> dot travel. Send her a message, follow her travels. You actually don't post that much of all, your, of all of our travels. Sometimes I need to get do. better at that. I, I, I started off really well. Like I've got some of my first trips on there, but yeah, need to do better. <laughs> I know. And I actually think, I I almost want to point that out for a second, and then we will close up. Danielle and I could just talk for like ever and ever and ever, ever <laughs> so we're trying, we're trying to keep this brief and not like a 24-hour podcast. But one thing I do love to share is that I think so many people get confused between influencers and think that if, you ha- if you're going to be a traveler, you have to like have a zillion followers and post every second of your life. And Danielle is t- like a testament to say, I-, I don't think you posted like any of our travels ever. <laughs> just joking. Probably some. But like you're not on there posting your life. It's like it's not about that. It's just like it's existing. We're just regular people who do work and travel and happen to yeah, like we're not we're not influencers. We're just real people yeah. just like you. So I hope that you hear Danielle's story and know that this life is possible for you too through all of the phases that she's been to. It's it's such an inspiration. So thank you for joining us, Danielle. Thank you so much for I will me. talk to you soon. <laughs> and if you're listening, we'll catch you next week. Thanks so much. Thank you.